Hello and welcome to the Social Recruiting Show. I'm Katrina Collier. I'm, of course, also Aussie Robot Proof Recruiter and I am a speaker and facilitator. I'm, of course, joined by my gorgeous co-host, the very talented talent acquisition professional, the one, the only amazing Glenn Martin, who did not distract me this week. Hola. Hello. And super excited to be chatting to another talented talent acquisition professional, in fact, a global talent talent acquisition. Oh, never mind that. Oh, Stephen Kosnikow. <laughs> Welcome to the social. Welcome, Stephen. That was my own fumble. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That was my own fumble. That doesn't count. Now, before any of you think, oh my God, what day of the week it is? Yes, it is Thursday. That's because yeah. tomorrow is Easter. It's Good Friday. And even though last week I was threatening irreverence, we decided to be reverent and so we're on Thursday. So hopefully not too confusing. Respecting <laughs> the religious holiday. We're being very Always good, very well behaved. Very good indeed. Well, Stephen, thank you for joining us. Super, super excited to have you here. And I guess we kick off as we usually do. Tell us how you got into recruitment. Tell us how you became a global talent acquisition manager. Well, thanks for having me. So years ago, <laughs> four score and Katrina's like, don't make this no warranty. Four score and like a lot of years ago. It's actually, not I want to four score my ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to become a labor economist, no joke. I know this might be boring to some of you, but I was really kind of curious, why are there so many um, disparities um, in terms of like wage gap for genders and, and different ethnicities? And I thought, well, maybe I'll become a labor economist and study it. A labor economist. So is that a co an, an economist of people that are working? Yes, yeah. Bland, Sophia. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, so trying to understand some of the disparities. And I realized mm -hmm. that as I started doing some analysis, I liked working with people more than working with computers. And so mm -hmm. I know Joe kind of just like applied to a recruiting job and using air quotes <laughs> at, a, at a staffing firm. And during my interview, he pulled out this big check. It was like, this is my first $10 million I earned. You'll get a company car and you're going to be, you know, rich. And I'm like, and I was so excited. I said, I'll take it. I, I actually ran over the shopping mall, called my parents on a payphone, and said, I got this great job because we had payphones back then. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Glenn you know, remembers I, what a payphone was. <laughs> I, I, had, I, I changed in my pocket. I ran to the Burlington Mall and I, I called up my parents and then I told the them, what are you gonna be, he said, What are you going to be doing? I said, I don't know, but I can get a car and I can make a lot of money. And, um, and that's how it started. And then kind of fast forward some four score years forward. Um, <laughs> you know, I started, you know, my, I've always been involved in building companies. So it's mm. my last organization. We uh, went through a highly successful IPO, um, small companies, larger companies. And uh, I love what I do. And so yeah. here we are. Cool. Very really, cool. really cool. And I love the fact that you ended that with, I love what I do. That's perfect, man. I do. I do. Can I, we just, uh, a few people to say hello to you. Oh, we have lots of people tuning in. So clearly everyone's bunking off for the afternoon. Uh, Veronica, yep. Stephen, Ted, Mustafa, Jules, Craig, and I see Audra over on Facebook as well. Uh, rocking shirt, apparently, from Ted Hewitt to you, Glenn, Mr. McGlynn Martin. I'm Thank clearly you, not because I'm completely scruffy. I made an effort. I brushed my hair yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about experience during a pandemic during this beloved virus because you of course are you were already in the interview process weren't you because you finished mm -hmm. your last role in february right so you've been interviewing and going through a lot of palaver and then this hit what's that word palaver, palaver. Like, it otherwise it's very british who? word even very british palaver 
as Audra <laughs> would put the little poop emoji. That's what we would be talking about. Pala you know, oh, not being mucked about. Being, how do we describe Palala? Oh my gosh, somebody needs to Google it. State, state of confusion. Yeah. Okay. And disarray. L lacking in clarity, being screwed around, messy, poop, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Obstacles. <laughs> Someone will be like, no, that's not the definition, Katrina. Somebody's uh, actually <laughs> on dictionary.com right now going, that is nowhere near the definition I'm reading. <laughs> right now, but go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, thank you, Ted, for that comment. Um, right. Sorry. It's quite chatty on LinkedIn. It's brilliant. Oh, and Natalia's here as well, and Emily, and Craig. And there's plenty of people. Anyway, back to you. So, Tell us about the experience and why you wanted to talk about pandemic straight candidate experience. Yeah. So yeah. first I'll start with this, just as a leader, I've always told my teams and if anybody in my like managed before, you'll, you'll be familiar with this. You're never going to get where you're going if you don't have a plan. Right. Yeah. That's I always mm -hmm. tell my team. If you don't have a map, you're just going to like, imagine like, Hey, I'm going to drive to Palarva in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put your, you know, map in, you just kind of drive around. You're never going to get there or it's going to be a really, really weird path. So right now we actually don't have that path. So it's yeah. weird I'm going to take my mm -hmm. own advice and say, well, how are we going to navigate when there's no map? So it's forcing yeah. people to think very, very differently. Um, so I want to mm -hmm. start with that context. So it's definitely put me as a leader into thinking differently in terms of the world of TA and how we navigate. And mm -hmm. so I've been, you know, my own searching for roles and I've seen some really, really incredible um, empathetic experiences, and I've seen some mm. other which are kind of Palava. not so much on Hang that on, side. We have a definition, just to rudely interrupt Thank you, Audra. Audra, you legend, a term used to express what a load of hassle a task or experience is was. Usually used when quite pissed off or on the verge of giving up. Also used when remembering a stressful experience of, or shite time. I think she might have got that from the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I think she might have. I think she might have gone with a little bit of creative life. <laughs> I'm amazed she didn't put a poop emoji in just to really get me going. <laughs> uh, thank did. you, Emily. Also wrote going through trouble. But yeah, I like mm -hmm. Emily. That's a good one. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right, Stephen. It's like you know, certainly in in this kind of times where a plan would usually kind of mm. help you navigate as a uh, as an individual or team. Most plans, contingency plans, are just being completely ripped up and thrown out of the window, right? Mm. So it, it does it does present a challenge for everybody. But I think you know, back to Katrina's point, in terms of you and yourself, you're, you're kind of trying to navigate the current market at the moment, aren't you? In terms of kind of employment and and kind of looking for new opportunities, and you've had some uh, interesting experiences. Um, and it'd be really cool to just learn it, or just hear a little bit more about mm. that because I, I I think that that's a topic that could be shared through with a lot of people watching at the moment. Right. So, you know, I mean, this is just me speaking on my behalf. And it's interesting because I kind of feel like Jane Goodall right now, right? Because I'm, you know, in the role, you know, I've, I've been doing this for some time, but yeah. now I'm on the other end of it, right? So it's actually really, mm. you, know, you try to turn the palava into a gift, right? You try to turn this uncertainty into something like, hey, well, what can I learn from this, right? Yeah. And all of us have a lot to learn. So I've learned a lot of you know, candidate experience and engagement. And what I'll tell you, um, something that was really nice that it came out recently was I applied for a role, right? Usually I go through connections, but I'm like, you know, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. Um, I got a response back. That was a form response. Full stop. It was <laughs> what that? I got a response back, full stop. Full I mean, that's right? so, a shock, isn't it? 
So I got a response, Yeah. but the response was actually really thoughtful. And I said, and I can't remember the exact words, but it was words to the effect of, you know, during this pandemic, you know, we, we appreciate you and just know that we might not get back to you right away, but we still are going to consider you. So it was just something that I thought was really thoughtful, right? And very, uh, right. And it also gave a date. I can't remember the exact date, but let's pretend it was like April 30th, right? You know, we can get in touch with people by this date. So if you're an employer right now, think about, you know, going into your ATS and maybe changing your note because, Mm. you know, we should Mm. do that periodically anyhow, but we all know the no reply at message that we receive that people Mm. normally delete, but maybe there's an opportunity, a small opportunity to go in and change it just to express a little bit of empathy. Because people are looking at these things. We're all kind of at the edge of our seat waiting for some level of hope. Um, Mm -hmm. Reading the words that come to us, you see that message. Maybe it's the interview. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the next step. But, you know, P.S., you should be responding to candidates anyhow. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now more than ever is an opportunity for you to, to really live and express the values, if you have them, um, that you share on the website. Yeah. Right. Everybody says we have a great culture. We have great values. We have a great mission. Well, they should. If those were just words on a paper, you're not going to be successful. But if you can take, it's not hard, is it? No. I mean, you could just be really genuine and say, "We we just don't know." Like you, we don't know. We've never experienced this before. We're with the seven billion people Mm -hmm. on the planet. We will be in touch. Feel, but I always think it should be the feel free to reach out to us or get back in touch with us if you haven't heard. And that's why I always want them ended with a name and a phone number. Yes. Like so someone knows, yeah. oh, it's Stephen I'm talking to. So I can chase Stephen, an actual human, mm-hmm. not just the talent acquisition team. Those yeah. little things. Little, yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, you're, you're seeing, I, I did a poll and I asked people questions. They're like, kind of what are. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right. And I've asked people, people share some very serious, very personal stories about how they've been impacted, but mm. how you as an employer treat people right now mm. is really going to impact you personally, yeah. but also mm-hmm. brand for years to come. And, you know, I saw one person, they responded that they were laid off in a Slack channel with their whole entire team. And not only yeah. that, but everybody was including their notes afterwards with like sad emojis. And I mean, imagine that's how somebody walks out the door and how you leave an employer is just important as, oh, how yeah. you, if not more so. Oh, right? yeah. um, so, you know, but. So, sorry, uh, so in a Slack channel, so hang on. So this isn't even as bad as the Zoom chat one. Yeah, uh, not <laughs> as bad as Bird, basically. Hi, everybody. You're losing your job. Sorry. And everyone's yeah. like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Wait, when's our last, you know, this is, so again, no well, that takes it to a whole other level of inhumane, isn't it? Yeah, it's cruel. That's where, cool. that's but, where people start to step away from technology, right? It's like, God, you, you know, kind of using technology for possibly the worst possible way to interact with your, your employees by put, building so much of a distance there and it, making it feel so impersonal. But yeah, it's also the cool. fact that the, the human that wrote the message didn't think maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But then that goes back to like with the conversation we had with Sue Ingram where you've got managers who just don't know what they're doing, promoted exactly. without support, kind of going, yeah, it's perfectly fine to fire 200 people on Slack or however many it was. Wow. Right. Well, you know, yeah. we're seeing this, but on the flip side of that, and this is all that employer's brand, right? So yeah. trust me, 
those employees mm-hmm. are out there running on LinkedIn and other places. I can't believe this is how they left. They're telling their family members that's not going to oh, help. Yeah. However, when I went on to um, LinkedIn today, I was overwhelmed reading messages from people who were part of mass layoffs that were thankful to their employer for, say, for saying this as a man. I can't remember the exact messages, but one of them said, I've worked for this mm-hmm. company for three years. They would they would tag their boss in it. Thank you for growing me. I will never you know forget wow. what a great team we've had. And I'm reading there are a number of bigger companies here in the Boston area where people are leaving, but their messages aren't, this is horrible, but they're like, I learned so much from you. And then mm-hmm. what you're saying is, there are a number of companies that are creating um, job pages just for people impacted by COVID-19. So I saw one mm-hmm. of the big um, sourcing tools today said, hey, yeah. we're creating a you know a database mm-hmm. of people impacted by COVID-19. So that yeah. way employees can search them, right? There's lists everywhere. Yeah. So people yeah. are- And Shamila, who's actually on the call. Hi, Shamila. Hi, Debbie. Saw your comment, Debbie. Um, they, Shamila's also done one, which is um, very mm-hmm. European-centric as well. Um, and then, of course, there's the real links community that Chat Talent have also created. It is quite extraordinary yeah. how people are helping other recruiters. And people will remember that, right? I mean, so yeah. you know, turn into a gift. And, you know, I mean, so for me, like I was trying to mention before, Glenn, that I saw, you know, I've seen some nice messaging, but then I've also seen the standard. So imagine during this time of uncertainty where people, mm. you don't know where we're going, and all of a sudden you just get, Thank you for your application. You know, we have decided to move forward with other candidates. Though, like that messaging, mm. it just like stabs you in the heart a little bit and mm. just makes you think like. So is this from a level of you've just applied and you get that or it's yeah. you've applied an interview mm. and get that or face to face? So, you know, I've been fortunate. I reached out to a, ne- a referral yesterday mm. and you know, I have an interview next week. But it's, you know, but very kind message, right? Which is, hey, we, we, here's what you can expect. So I think, you know, one of the other things that have come through through this is expectations, right? Yeah. So if you're an employer mm-hmm. right now, it's really important to, to the extent possible, say, hey, things are going to be a little bit slower right now. And I've been seeing a lot of employers post this in their job descriptions too, yeah. saying, mm-hmm. hey, you might not. So, so instead of like the response being that, maybe you do that in your job description, but mm. there's an opportunity for you to do that or on your website. I mean, we've been talking about this CVS on their website post on their career site where you have 50,000 jobs to fill and they have a whole section about coronavirus. If you go to some of the big job boards these days, yeah. I don't know why I'm using quotes so much. There's a whole thing about, um, mm-hmm. about coronavirus preparedness, right? Yeah. Um, one of the things that stood out to me as well was I just did a search for COVID-19 on a job board, right? Just yeah. searched it to see what would come up. Yeah. And a lot of jobs, but what came up was nursing jobs and then Dunkin' Donuts, which is a very popular coffee chain here in the US, mm-hmm. right? It's like every corner has nine of them. And I, I have notes here, but they <laughs> Um, Just but nine. The first, <laughs> right. The first part of their job description says in bold, yeah. join us to support local heroes in our community. And it says support essential personnel during this time and beyond. So working at a coffee shop, your job is now transformed to a role where you're supporting local heroes in the community. I mean, think about mm-hmm. that. I mean, that stuck in my mind, right? We're all so yeah, part of the shot? world. Aren't those stores isn't Dunkin' Donuts yeah. No? I don't think so. The moment, it depends on the state by state, doesn't it? There's not like a, I don't, I'm not entirely sure there's a blanket kind of rule right. at the moment, is there? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. But. Oh, they can be working. Yeah, so a lot of here well, in the, the US. The stores are open. 
Yeah, they're getting oh, coffee for oh for, for nurses, for doctors, for cleaning crew. Um, so I don't. So they're basically really on the front line. So if you think about, and I hate this term ninjas, right? I'm using so many air quotes. Guys. It's I'm okay. This this though, this one needs an air quote. <laughs> Armed coronavirus Armed response. Coronavirus response. <laughs> wow. Armed. Um, Armed. Oh, Jeremy, you have to write a blog about that. I want to know more about that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> So, yeah, but if you think about it, but so being on the front lines means you're giving coffee to people who are literally putting their lives at risk every day. So it's such a different time. Who would ever thought that a coffee Mm. shop listing would you'd be on the front line? So but it's stuck in my mind. You know, employers need to think about that, but in their communication. Um, but it's like, I mean, going to the, the, the retail side, so of course, you know, everyone's got time to garden now, haven't they? So we've cleared the back garden and I wanted to order some bark, you know, as you do. And the website was so clear. We are overwhelmed because everyone suddenly has time to garden. We can deliver. It's going to take two weeks. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Upfront, honest, yeah. gave me some mm-hmm. clarity in an uncertain time. Okay. I can wait two weeks. Yes, yeah, so because you have a map, you get it, right? It, it, you get a map, you get a night. So how hard is it for us to do that? I mean, it should be quite mm-hmm. easy for us to just say, we don't know, this is what we're aiming at. Feel free to chase us up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, you know, certainly if you put it in the context of candidate experience, right, there's going to be a gap that grows during this this period of businesses that don't really update their messaging, their approach, and ones that really respond to this and see what they need to be doing and almost get into the habit of actually being, you know, increasing their kind of messaging, communication, how they kind of respond to, like you said, that that kind of candidate market. I think if anything, it will really illustrate the gap between companies that do it really, really well and companies that just, you know, just push out the same old generic templates. I agree with you, Job. I mean, look at where the employment rate is going right now. I mean, the market is really changing, right? So mm. it is important. So even if it's a employer's market, that mean you need to still attract the right people. So what I'm, mm. what I'm seeing is that the need of developing communities of talent, the need of high touch connection, that people will remember that and they'll come back to you. It's just kind of like you go to a bad restaurant, which we can't do right now. Um, but you know, you find a fly in your soup and you write that review and no one ever goes again. I mean, it's the same thing. Um, you know, we're all, you know, there's a lot of flies in the soup right now, but again, there are companies that are laying off and I'm, I really admire the employees that are writing about their experiences. So once the tide starts to turn a little bit, I'm going to look at those employers very differently. Right. But just amazing to see, People that have lost their jobs that can seriously be like all palavered out are now <laughs> like saying thank you, you know, for giving me this experience to learn. Mm. And then the community in turn is saying, hey, we have a network for you, right? I actually yeah. saw today or yesterday another company that um, was put a job out there. And mm. what they did was great idea for companies. Instead of just, they basically said they took one of their open jobs and they just turned it into for people who went through coronavirus been downsized or affected due to coronavirus so just take a rack and just call it like make it into one place and then communicate with those people you know make a community be but don't if you can't do it because you end up causing a lot more damage if you mm-hmm. say you're going to reach out to people then people wait and they don't hear anything yeah um, i mean it should thing? be what's really your... a brilliant time for talent acquisition teams to be yeah. keeping in touch with people properly and building pipelines and 
Because it's, it's like that thing. So if you do stop hiring for three months, but then you get to month four and you're like, oh, God, but we really need people. What were we thinking? You're mm. three months behind, whereas you could be actually like mm. building and communicating and keeping people warm and mm. then well, ready to I, go. Because I, I think I'm, people yeah. are going to be apprehensive to change jobs mm. as well. Oh, so those, those with highly sought after skills, who are, yeah. there's always going to be that. Absolutely. We'll be apprehensive because, like, oh, I'm not going to go to a startup yeah. that might fail. Look what's happened. So many businesses mm. are gone. So with them, um, yeah. with with you know, like you say, there, there seems to be quite a a lot of kind of you know, like you say, people being laid off, people being furloughed, and that. What do you think about companies that are trying to be sensitive to that kind of situation that's happening, but still trying to sort of say, hey, we we're hiring, we're, we're still we're still recruiting. You know, do you think it's it's difficult to kind of position that message at the moment, or is it just a matter of just being really honest and saying we're still hiring, we appreciate what's going on in the market, but if you're interested in us, we're still prepared to talk to you? Or do you think they need to be more sensitive to what's going on? I mean, I would say that mm. people get it, right? I mean, I think mm. employees will get it, or job seekers will get it that there are certain skills and roles that might move to the top of the ladder today, but might in the future. I mean, it's up to the employers to stay in touch, but it's also up to the candidates to also stay in touch. It's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. So you, know, you have to keep yourself relevant. Um, and I would say that to employers, if somebody, if a candidate reaches out to you who you've already connected with and checked in mm -hmm. and you don't respond to them and you already have that connection, it's actually not going to do good for you. I mean, I personally experienced this too. There's a company I interviewed with that said, oh, we, you know, due to coronavirus, we can't make this decision. Right now, we're holding off, but we're really interested in you. A few weeks later, I sent an email. Hey, just want to just, all I said was like, let's just check in. How are we doing? Nothing back, right? And I get people are busy, but a quick response is just kind yeah. of, you know, hey, the People got aren't it. that busy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that, you know, I mean, certain industries are, right? But others yeah. are, you know, you're trying to figure it out. And, you know, it mm -hmm. is, I'd say that most job seekers will get it. And mm -hmm. when I sent out the survey, I asked, like, what's a piece of advice you would give um, employers right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, number, mm -hmm. the number one word that came out was empathy. So literally every single person mm -hmm. listed the, the word empathy. And I made a, um, a word cloud for it, too. But the words themselves were really focused on just understanding people and reading some of the quotes. And I, I printed them out because I'm so organized. But people said, understand this is a difficult time for many people. Set yeah. low expectations and assist financially where you can. Open communication since it's such a fluid situation. Um, mm. every, another one, good communication. Have clear knowledge of next steps and have everyone internal on the same page before reaching out to candidates to prevent back and forth mixed messaging. So did you hear mm. that? Alignment. Now, yeah. if you didn't have alignment in your recruiting process before, before. probably mm. not so good. But now yeah. that alignment really being crisp and clear on who's involved in each step, what those steps look like, how long they take, how the debrief happens is so clear. So imagine the internal teams aren't aligned on the role. So now is a good opportunity for recruiters mm. to re-kick off the role. Okay. I don't call them intake meetings, um, but to realign, re-kick off some of those roles, make sure there's maybe the way you did it in the past was very different, right? It might be different now, but mm. definitely that clear alignment. So everybody on the interview team has a clear sense of next steps. But that right? should be so. absolutely now the perfect time for many talent acquisition teams who aren't letting go of their staff and aren't recruiting to stop and do that, to actually mm -hmm. step through the entire process, actually spend that time they've not had before and really do work with the hiring managers to kind of make it a smoother process. 
right? And there's Joy. an opportunity to yeah. get rid of step. Reading yesterday, some some organizations are doing only virtual without actually having in person, without having like video meetings. They're doing like only assessments. Like people need to reassess how they exact. That's a whole other mm. meeting, Katrina. But, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Maybe the candidate wants to see what it's like behind mm -hmm. there. Thank you. But, but feedback, people were very open, and but it was the same exact message. One person wrote, empathy matters. Honesty matters. Give people mm -hmm. all the information you have so they can make the right decision themselves and their family, right? Uh, so honesty can be, I don't know. I haven't right. forgotten you. I don't know. This is what we're thinking, but we're not sure. People are fine right. with that. I just experienced that myself. I, and I, and I, I didn't even want to ask, like, when do you think this is going to, are you going to reopen the role? Like, I'm not, because mm. we all know what just hearing. It's a beautiful thing because it, it mm. makes you real, right? Yeah. It, it, it creates a level of authenticity about who you are, you know, mm. versus saying, you know, okay, it's going to be next Friday, right? Like, just say, honestly, like, just, we're not really quite an idea sure. of what it's going to be like when you join. Yeah. Well, Stephen made a point, didn't he? Like, in terms of your company cultures, right? Splashed across the company website. Mm. Times like this really test whether those culture or those values, should I say, uh, are, are something the company lives by or whether it's a load of mm. shit, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, in the, the thing is that in the past, which was a month ago, right? <laughs> um, the longest of, month ever. Right, right, like, well, like, like, yeah, I was like, what? We don't even know dated, but like last month, four score and one month ago, um, like you know, a lot of employers would just say, we have a great culture and showed parties, people congregating. Now I'm like looking at those everyone room celebrating. I'm like, no, oh my gosh, spray them down. Um, so, <laughs> hey, as you develop your story, you don't say, we have a great culture, you have a great brand, you show it. Um, yeah. I talked to Money out on the West Coast, who what they did was they actually like mailed desks to their desk to their employees. They like they had stand yeah, up. Wow. They, they had them sent out a small startup company out on the West yeah, Coast. Right. So they didn't have to come I, I hear I hear of people like working at dressing like uh what are they called? Dressing room table things and just oh my god, and off yeah. sitting on the side of the dining room, like all back, oh my back just goes into pain having yeah. all of that so just on the the this though because this has actually been bugging me a little bit uh and i apologize if any of you have shared this but you know the zoom chats where maybe your colleague is for some reason naked or the girl that went to the bathroom really what kind of company are you if you take that and you share that on the internet so i want to just a thing. thought i would not work at I'm that company wearing jeans today. Oh, yeah. I'm, wearing jeans. I'm see like this is real <laughs> And guess what? Like we're human beings. What do I have on my desk? I have a Thomas the Train. Yeah, no, no, it's not that feel. kind of stuff is fine, right? But I'm talking. It was nudity and going to the toilet, right? No. And the girl made a mistake. And the fact that that company took that and put that online to humiliate her. You did that. And the same with the. Have you not seen this? My God, where have you been? Um, mm. the the guy that was. I don't know why he was naked. Like that was just stupid. But why? Oh. And there goes Katrina. She's um, clearly going to impact. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Have I gone? You disappeared. No, you're back in. Oh. You're back in. You both disappeared. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's um. Okay, so Audrey said I don't think the company shared it. A naughty employee did, but it still impacts the employer brand. I still think yeah. I would not want to work at that company if their employees have no empathy <laughs> for the accident that happened. It could have been them. Yeah, and one of the, the notes that yeah, and it's because yeah, it's one of the things that we see is how employer 
employer brands are changing. When I mm. scroll through, I see lots of Zoom screens. It's like the Brady Bunch every day. It's just <laughs> interesting. Like I teach fitness classes and I taught a class this morning at 7 a.m. And all of us are on the screen, like we're doing selfies from there, but it does give us a sense of community, yeah. accountability, yeah. commitment. But it's um it's interesting how that all has changed. But my my advice for employers is, you know, think about ways that you can tell stories of mm. these people who are working from home. Exactly. Like, yeah. show, show the real side of it, not like what not that real side of like the nudity not part. That side of it. <laughs> not that side. But what you want to do is like, like, for example, like if I can like what's on your desk? Like literally I have chapstick that might be six years old. All right. Thomas, <laughs> I have a magic marker because my children were doing like, you have, That's yeah. That's the worst fingernails. I'm very conscious. My I think fingernails so. are going to shit. <laughs> As an employer, right? It's not corporate. Yeah. You know, there's a way to show that you're real because right now we all just want to validate that yeah. this kind of craziness we're living in. It's, mm. it's it's not the white picket fence world that you you see yeah. in brochures and you know yeah. think about the art of people with the mug with one hand on the shoulder with a, a you know ficus fig tree and behind them mm. we're all living in different times so like okay. you know, from brand perspective, I, I want to just address something that uh, how do you know which company it was well somebody will know which company it was plus okay. I, I i have a world of sources who would work it out by one of the freeze frames or one of the faces like people mm. can work shit out like <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Shamila's writing fantastic comments for you here. One, she just loves everything you've said so far. So clearly you're meant to be best friends. Um, she's adorable. You'd love us too. Um, and also I think that says so much about the company culture. I would not join them, period. So Shamila agrees mm -hmm. with me. On that. So again, so one of the is like a big, big um, theme here is that your employees mm -hmm. are your brand, right? So yeah. now that everyone's out on Zoom, everyone's out there taking screenshots of their Zoom screen. Like yeah. you you employers have to really try to figure out how to control it. Yeah. yeah. You know, keep, you know, so it's very interesting where, so something like that happens, which is rogue and not okay. But now people are like, I don't want to work there. And it's like, imagine like legal. Team hey, there. speaking yeah. of controlling, have you heard about those companies that insist that their person is on a zoom chat all day? Like they just, you have to open it like nine o'clock and be on till five 30 oh, at your desk no. being watched on a zoom. Really? Can you believe? Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. I'd Don't be sort of my CV. I'd be like, "Ooh, time for a new job." The thing is, <laughs> I think it's, to Stephen's point around kind of culture and and that. I mean, with the greatest respect, I've seen so many LinkedIn posts now with pictures of Zoom meetings. I mean, it's it's almost replaced the team no together around the dinner table kind of <laughs> yeah. photo. Now it's kind of gone from this is us collectively in a restaurant celebrating to this is us on a Zoom chat. And it's right. kind of like, well, look, the the world's on Zoom at the moment. So you're not really yeah. doing anything different. And to your point, Stephen, it's like, how do you now continue to, to illustrate your culture when everybody's on one singular platform or virtual? I, I, I think, you know, like I say, some companies, to me, to my mind, look like they're struggling with this. It's like, oh, everybody's on Zoom. Let's just post about Zoom. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not new I really news, wish man. I had shares in Zoom. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was reading today, somebody wrote um, something to the effect of like, all of a sudden, Zoom, we've used it. You can do like a drinking game to the word Zoom. It's a verb. It's a noun. It's an adjective. <laughs> everything. Right? Mm. We, we use that word. It's become part of our vernacular in a very, very short period of time, um, mm. which is very interesting, right? How things change so quickly. Yeah. Mm.
I saw a post this morning uh, about Google's bandits employees from using Zoom because of the security concerns. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because they want them to use their shitty product. And I'm like, oh, who wants to use Hangouts? This is dreadful. Oh, uh, oh God. Okay. Not that, we endorse, not that we endorse any particular product on this show. We actually <laughs> very much like StreamYard, which we use to stream out. Actually, I really love StreamYard. Um, uh, Debbie is today. Hi, Debbie. Why are we hey, so shocked? Some companies are microchipping their employees, micromanagement with technology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you, George Orwell. <laughs> the Orwellian future. <laughs> I would just like, get, yeah, like that's that's not okay. Don't do that. But I think that, you know, employers, this is the, this is the time because everyone's trying to figure out together. You don't have to figure it out on your own, everybody. Yeah. Like you can talk to other people. There's so many Facebook groups, communities, because mm. people are reinventing this. We're all doing it together at the same time. Yeah. So there's no need to, you know, it's, we're all in this together. So I see a lot of companies doing great work. There's a number of great blog posts, that, you know, about what people are doing, but it's really simple. Just be empathetic, be kind, mm. authentic. I mean, there's, there's nothing more to it. Just be honest with candidates. And, you know, as I put that poll out, the comments that are coming are very heartbreaking, but they're very consistent. Candidates mm. just want you to say, I don't know, just respond. Right, little mm -hmm. things like go into your job description, include something there in your yeah. outreach. Right, understand that if you were doing a video with somebody, that there might be a child that jumps over someone's shoulder, or you might. And that's it. okay. It's okay, and you can yeah. start the Zoom, or the Zoom or Google Hangouts. I'm, you know, call with mm -hmm. that. If you're interviewing someone, set you can say, or even in your email, hey, listen, I know these are crazy times, so don't worry if there's dogs barking, you know, mm -hmm. birds flying on your shoulder. Was it on one of our shows we had somebody talking about like, you know, the bit from reception to the meeting room where you have yeah. the interview? Was that was that on one of our shows, Glenn? Making sure yeah, people well, yeah. are like, get the time to settle before yeah. you start interviewing. Like, you yeah. know, are you set up with the tech? Can you hear me okay? Like and setting the scene like you're saying, don't worry about anyone popping in, it's fine. We get it. You know, it yeah. Wi Fi will come and go. Yeah, who was saying that, yeah. Glenn? I've forgotten who it was. I think it was, awesome. it was. I think it was. We touched upon it with Robin last week, and, yes, and even Sarah right. Knight the week before, just in terms yeah. of the whole flip onto onto kind of virtual. So yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be like a a consistent theme of people thinking about the experience now that is purely kind of you know um, virtual and, and video based, which is which is smart, right? I guess to, to your point, Stephen, as well, the companies that are thinking that this is short term and then they're going to flip back to business as usual as soon as this is over. Um, they're, they're completely wow. thinking the wrong thing. You know, they should be planning to incorporate what they've learned during this period into their kind of their, their, their candidate experience going forward, right? Right. to add to that, Glenn, you know, we're we're seeing that employers, it's so we're kind of trying to get used to this, right? So just as we get yeah. used to it, all of a sudden you're like, well, now you need to come into the office. That's a disruption to what we're used to. So a lot of it, it employees might, you know, not be happy with that. It might hold a grudge. Like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Like I've done this from home. Now you're forcing me to come into an office. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw a stat yesterday somewhere, but it was a high number, whatever it was. But a lot of them, most employers are gonna say, hey, just stick with how it is, right? Some mm -hmm. of us are itching to get back into an office, others aren't, but I remember I've worked for a number of companies which have said, you know, like we would be working on the hardest roles in the world, right? Like, you know, yeah. whatever type of tech role, and they say they need to come into the office from nine to five and say, but we're losing people because all these developers, 
they want they to work. Want to. They want to work from home. Mm-hmm. Remember, and how many of us watching this right now have experienced mm-hmm. that where you've worked with a, I'm going to say, old school hiring manager who says, if they're not in the office, we can't do it because that means they don't care. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? We're doing it, or at least we're yeah. trying, right? So I think but that- You also think of, um, I, I, some of you have heard this already. Apologies, I'm saying it again because I was so gobsmacked by it. So I spoke to two insurance companies where all the staff are working remotely, which is really bizarre because, you know, it's call center normally. They're right there, aren't they? packed in like sardines and you can hear all the noise going on behind they were relaxed they were we had a much more human conversation one of them even upsold me because they were relaxed and like the guy was so funny because oh my god my postman's here and it was like (laughs) it's the highlight of my day it was so funny that therefore we broke the ice and we had a real conversation and you wouldn't have that in an open plan office because you feel micromanaged and I just wonder from that point of view, whether they're getting better customer retention. But not only that, what about going forward when you just realise how much money you could save shutting the office, turning the lights off, maybe having a smaller office for those that really want to come in? You know, right. if you're stingy, this is like a great time, right? I mean, I, I know But companies- also environmental impact of mm. not oh, running yeah. those offices. Like, well, in yeah. you know, like Bear, New York has like deer and bunnies running through bears in times. I'm just made that up, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! What's the, there's a village. Wasn't there a village in Wales that got taken over by goats? Like it's fully happening. Trafalgar uh, around yeah. here. There's, I'm in London, and the, the ducks and geese are going insane. Like just jumping on cars and being all over the place. It's brilliant. Yeah. So no, it's it's, it's really it's so funny in a very short amount of time, right, in our lives how this has had, this is, this has impacted us in such a way where it's going to change mm. things. Um, this is living history. We are living yeah. through something big. And my advice, and I started doing this, is keep a journal. If you mm. do have children or no kids, ask them to keep a journal, right? It's mm-hmm. very cathartic, but imagine going back to this a year from now or even two months yeah. from now. It's, it's really mm. interesting to see, like, remember, you know, I, when I lead team, let's have a lot of remember, remember the time when type of moments. Like, remember yeah. the time mm-hmm. when we just process right but now like remember the time that we used to go to chuck e cheese or you know, remember mm. the time remember the time show? that Stephen costica did burpees on the social recruiting show no oh yeah <laughs> no more <laughs> no more burpees we got serious <laughs> yeah, um, no, actually yeah. emma Vogel. hi um, yeah i noticed that really yeah. cool question why do people use zoom for one-to-one chats that could take place on a phone it's painful just pick up the phone so i don't have to make sure my oh. wi-fi is connected my laptop charged and i know what my mm. reading hygiene password uh, is i guess for candidate right? calls you're absolutely right is it i mean is is the phone enough at the moment given all the tech that we've got that's the question right is mm. is, is a phone call enough or does or is the expectation now mm. that we do video calls and we do you know kind of utilize zoom and stuff like that it's an interesting yeah. question actually I think but you a, can you record know, these with permission and the person knows you're recording them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot of, well, from, uh, you know, for, there's a lot of accountability in video. So, and I, mm-hmm. I'll use the example thing I'm doing right now as a fitness instructor as well. I teach zoom classes in the morning and you use zoom as the platform mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. We record it. And it's nice when we get on because we see each other seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. There might be anywhere from 10 to 30 of us. We're all waving pre sweat. Right. And just kind of like seeing each other's faces and knowing that mm-hmm. we wake up, Maybe we brush our hair. Katrina brushed her hair two days ago. Um, <laughs> I don't have the magical mane that Glenn has or the magical beard, but um, <laughs> it's just something to like some level of accountability for ourselves, just for our own personal hygiene, mm-hmm. but to see each other feels good. Yeah. And then, you know, I do the workout and then afterwards, mm-hmm. 
we all look at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you see the sweat and it just kind of says, okay, we did this together. And kind of usually after my classes, like teach, we spend just a second to say, how are you? How's it going? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, that workout sucked, or this was great, or nice to see you. <laughs> but, you know, they better not be saying that to you as the instructor. But you know, yeah. I think it's, there's some accountability to it. And mm-hmm. you know, just kind of forcing ourselves to shave. Like right, if I, so. I didn't have calls, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't shave in them. I mean, I, I know it sounds terrible. Yeah, but yeah like, I must admit, that's, I think, what's going on over on uh, there. I'm not, I'm, I've lost track of the comments. They're going so fast on LinkedIn. But I think people are talking about having to put your face on. And I must admit, mm-hmm. all I managed to do today was put mascara on. I very rarely put my face on. <laughs> Don't bother. But actually, I'm quite enjoying seeing people just get more and more liberated and feeling like, no, actually, yeah. I can just jump on. Don't care. Have, yeah. You know. Yeah. Who cares? I'm um, totally cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I, one other thing from video, though, as well. Yeah. To your point, Katrina, you know, in terms of you know, when you're running a meeting, if somebody needs to sort of drop off to, you know, kind of attend to, you know, kids, family members, stuff like that, or, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you record the, if you record the meeting and everybody's cool with it, yeah. at least you can just ping it to everybody afterwards, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, if, if you've done your piece in the agenda, record it ping it over later yeah. on. Somebody can consume it. So there is advantages, I think, to mm. a video. You know what I mean? I think it's an adjustment. Yeah, we are yeah. running out of time. No! 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 no. 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 Why? Okay, <laughs> shoot the messenger. I, I was going to do the book giveaway. Oh. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, oh. Go for it. Dun, dun, oh. Dun. It's really bad because I've been sitting here picking up my nails. Um, you know, nail salons are shut, so I'm trying not to show my nails. Uh, so, because I have two copies, or two more copies, because I haven't posted the last two yet. Um, my poor post, my poor post office. They're amongst those people that are having to endure all of we, hopefully not ill, going in and putting our faces near theirs. Um, two beautiful copies of the Robot Proof Recruiter. So, to go into the draw to win these, you have to look out for my comment when I write it, um, and you have to either be furloughed or have been made redundant. Um, it's awesome if somebody else puts your name. <laughs> I love the fact you got the right colour. Thank you, Stephen. Well done. Um, hilarious. Um, you need to. It's it's really awesome if it's somebody else. So if it was me going, this is Stephen who's currently looking and what's fabulous about him because I think it's a nice ego boost for them. Anyway, I ran the draw earlier. There were twenty five names that went in, and we have got drum roll, please. I don't always get names I can't pronounce. Soma Hockley and Christian. I don't know how to say this. P E G U E S. Pegs. Anyway, well done. Congratulations. Congratulations. Unwilling copies, by the way. And I did finally get some numbers. I'm remembering that the royalties from the robot proof recruiter are going to Hope for Justice charity. I did finally get some numbers yesterday. Um, and I'm awed. So thank you to everyone who is purchasing copies and telling people to purchase copies. I am mind blown. Thank you. So, Mr. Kosakow, if you had a final thing to tell us, about how we can get candidate experience right, full stop, let alone right now, what would that be? Mm. Be authentic. There you Is go. Is that like the right cliche there. version of the word or the real version of the word? Don't be palava. <laughs> no yeah. palava. Yeah. Quit no the palava. Be genuine. Yeah. There's an Italian recipe. It's like, I'm going to get some palava with some, you know, bruschetta on it. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah. Be authentic, be kind, be empathetic. Just, and you know, be positive. Can I leave you with a quote, oh. my favorite quote? Yeah. So yeah. Mike Tyson, um, he said, everyone has a plan until you're punched in the jaw. Okay? <laughs> so clean that job, put a little foundation on, and just make it work. Make it work. 
Make it work. Very good. It's elective right now. No jaws are Figure it out. No, Get your exactly. And the great Amazing. thing is, right, being authentic and being positive, it's free. It is. Right. Be kind. That's a big one. Awesome. Right, lovely people. Next week we have Jen Hall. We'll be back to Friday. And you was so much more engagement on Thursday. Maybe we should be on Thursday. Mm. We might have to ponder that. Um, mm. I think anyway, it's down think, to Stephen. I think it is That's as what well. it is. It's it the is. Stephen factor. It is. No, 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 no. It is. You just, and most of the people thought you were going to do some Zumba. Anyway, thank you everyone for all of your comments and for being here. Thank you, Mr. Koska, of course, for being a fabulous guest. And of course, to my brilliant co-host, Mr. Martin. And happy Easter, everybody. And we shall see you next week on Friday at 3 p.m. <laughs> British summertime. And actually the sun is shining. It's genuine. And of course, 10 a.m. Eastern. So see you next week. Bye, guys. Have a good one, folks. Bye.